Morgan Wallen on, uh, gosh, Thursday morning. It's a rainy sort of Thursday, 53 and Drizzly. You got Tig and Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. A little upset with you, Tig, the other day. You brought up a song. Uh, I listened to it when I got home. Uh-huh. And then the thing was stuck in my head for about, I'd say, four to five days, man. What song was it? It's this, It's that most unusual, strangest song. Yeah. It's One Night in Bangkok. Iceland, all the Philippines, all Haiti, all It's so, like, strange. Not bad strange. It's just strange enough to stick out in your head. You're right. It's catchy. Plus, I don't know what the H the song is even about. It could be, like, all manner of things. I have zero clue, but it's one of those songs. I think they call them earworms. Or earworms. It, it gets in your head, and you just cannot get it out of your head no matter what. Right. Until you listen to it, like, five times, which is what I had to do. Now, I'm a single man at my apartment with my dog listening to One Night in Bangkok. You know, my, my soulmate <laughs> might have walked by the door and about to knock on it and then heard matter in the city or whatever they're talking about and kept going. Yeah, she's like, this is, wait, what's he listening to? <laughs> yeah, that is an earworm. Do you have right? any songs like that that you know if you hear just a little bit of them, you know that that is going to stay in your head all day long and drive you crazy? Uh, my son is like real obsessed with Top Gun. Yeah. He does love Top Gun. And, uh, like, almost every day I have to get in the car and listen to this. Like, it's like. Such a weird uh, song for a movie about airplanes. You don't fly on a highway. Highways in the sky enter the danger zone. Get it right. Uh, highways on the ground, but that's fine. But I'm saying to you, what's a song that if you hear just a little bit of it, it's going to be stuck in your head all day long? Yeah, earworms. we can spread it. We can spread some earworms today, and people all day will be driven crazy by this stuff. So for you, you hear this song, it's stuck in your head, or maybe you've had a song stuck in your head recently that you just can't get out. Maybe we can help you. I guess the antidote is to play the song. A little bit of it. A little bit of it. We're going to play no bunch of weird songs this morning. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Want to know about your earworms or anything you got stuck in your head lately? We'll see if we can fix it for you. 918-879-9898. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country now. Just over a half hour away from Beat The Bull. Your chance to win up to $1,000. Already given away over $1,000 in cash this very week alone. And maybe The Bull will be generous this morning. We'll find out. It's 740 it's Tig and Daniel. Good morning. We're talking about those songs that are what they call earworms now that just get stuck in your head. You can't get rid of them, and they're in your head all day. And you say the antidote is to listen to the song, Daniel, that it'll get it out of your system. That's what does it for me sometimes. But I imagine for you parents, there are some songs that can never be played enough because every time your kid gets in my car, he has a list of requests so much so that I just made a playlist on my phone. I just play all of his, his hits. Yeah, and then they get stuck in your head, and then you're in torment all day. So we wanted to know, what are those songs that you've got stuck in your head or do get stuck in your head? Hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. What's your name? This is Don. Don, what's that one song that gets stuck in your head and you can't get rid of it? Well, I'm a kindergarten teacher, and so the song is called Pootie Ta. Oh, I've seen that. That's uh, It's awful. Gets stuck in your head bad. Yeah, it's a, it's like a lady, and she's doing stuff with her hands, and she's like, and it's on commercials now, where even the parents yes, on the commercial are annoyed with the song. Yeah, it's, it's on a cock. Uh, commercial. That's right. Yeah. Uh, super annoying. Yeah, crazy. And it's called Cootie yeah. Top? 
Tootie Taw. T O O T Y. Tootie Taw. Gosh. What, what is that? I don't know if anybody knows, but kids just love it. She's flailing her arms and stuff, and the kids mimic that when they sing it. I see it's part of a, a strategy to get students to get up and get some fun physical activity. I see, because she is moving around just a tiny bit. She's moving her feet a little. Wow. Yeah, they follow along, and the kids love it. But I don't I like that. Where... It's already stuck in my head a little yeah, bit. We must cleanse the palate. Do you have another song that gets... Uh... Well... Uh, we wanted to hear your earworms. Like, what gets stuck in your head, and then we'll play that song, and hopefully we'll, like, spread it like it's contagious. Like, then we will have everybody in Tulsa have the same song stuck in their head all day. But uh, I looked this up. Scientists have gone in, and they try to figure out why people, and it's like a lot of the same songs for the same people. And they say that the songs that are recognizable, even without the lyrics, are the ones that can really get stuck in your head. So if you just heard the background stuff and out without the singing, it's less likely to get stuck in your head. But the ones where even without the singing, that's what they say. Yeah. So what are those songs that get in your head? 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Ty and Daniel. Who is this? This is Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. You got an earworm for us this morning so we can spread it around green country? Yes. And it's so freaking weird. <laughs> Okay. But I sing it all the time, and I don't mean to, but I do. It's Wanna Be a Baller. Remember little Troy? Oh, yeah. Shot caller. I, not, I can play a clip of that, that, but I worry. Yeah, like, is be there, very cut, careful. Is there cusses in that? You know the lyrics. I know, because I sing them all the time, like, at work, and I, like, won't even realize it. No, I'm asking be, you. Like, turning the corner. Is there a cuss word in that in the very beginning? If I played a oh. clip. Oh, no, 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 there's not. Okay, well, yeah, you want me to play a clip of it here? I got it right okay, here. Okay, you got it lined up? All right, let's go. Oh, there, if there's a cuss in this thing, it's going to cost you some money. And it's on me. Uh, okay, Daniel, okay, so what's going on? This is the song she likes. I got it. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to stop playing that just in case, but uh, I know what you're I talking did, about. I love that song, too, and I yeah. remember it. You must be... Um, what what age wheelhouse are you? And I think everybody around our age remembers this song. Yes. Okay. So, like, don't you dare tell anyone, but I'm 37. Yeah, we're about in the right same, we're in the same region there. So That, that was 1999, so that takes you right back oh to uh, high God, school probably, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But I sing this so much. My son, who's now 11, when he was, like, five or six, he started singing it. How about, how about this one? We sing it all the time for like a year. Scientists say this is number two on the list for earworm songs. This is what scientists say. And I'm, I'm going to play it and it's going to be stuck in our heads. You ready for what this one? It? Yeah. Here it is. Let's see where that's kind of sticky. Yes. I just got, I remember that song. I just got tired of hearing it because it was on everything. It was on that Trolls movie. It was uh, on it was commercials. Much, right. and I'm like, I'm unhappy. <laughs> well, thank that you for depressed. calling. Uh, if little Troy ever comes Thanks, to town, guys. we're going to get you some tickets, all right? Oh, yeah. I'll, right. I'll look forward to that. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. 53 degrees on a rainy Thursday morning, and we're looking for your earworm songs, the things you can't get out of your head. Hey, good morning. You're live on 98.5 The Bull.
Hey, man, how you doing? It's Gary. Hey, Gary, what's a ear good earworm song for you, man? Gets stuck in your head, drives you crazy? It, every time I hear that Merle Haggard song, Mama Tried, I'm singing it for about three or four days afterward. And I just heard it the other day. I was in a business, and they had it playing, and so... I don't no. know why. That's the one song that just I, I just it keeps running, running over. There you go. There's no cusses, is there? The first thing I remember no. knowing <laughs> this was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound. You know, I don't think ever in the history of this radio station, Tig, we went from Little Troy to Merle Haggard. <laughs> Merle Haggard? Yeah, we're dynamic. <laughs> hey, thanks again, guys. Now I got four or five more days of that running. Yeah, over. That's we'll try we, to get that's another what song. We wanted. Okay, thanks, Gary. All right, bye bye. Yeah, I'll do one more. Hey, good morning. It's ninety-eight-five. The Bull. You're live. Who's this? This is Logan. Logan, so what's a good earworm song that we can get stuck in everybody's head today? So I have two of them. One Just one. My oldest daughter, one my young. Oh, you only one. get one. Well, now this is going to cause the fighting between the daughters. What's the first one? Uh, the first one is Alexander Hamilton. She's on a big Hamilton kick right now. Does that feature a cuss in it? I, I believe there might be a part in there, yeah. So let's not do that. Yeah, okay. Sorry. What's the next one? <laughs> The next one is my, my two-year-old's favorite song. It is um, not Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween. Oh, my God. That is an earworm. You're right. Because it is so yeah, weird and distinct. Out. Yeah, she had to sing it to Dad the other day at the zoo. Yeah, that, that was, that's, right. that's bad, too. We're no longer friends, brother. You just did that to me. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, okay? Uh, you're welcome. All right. So, well, yeah, well, you call it with these earworms. Let's try to not have any curses in them because <laughs> Ty's like, over there super paranoid. I'm super paranoid. And Dr. Dre, the yeah. chronic. Oh, my four-year-old loves two live crew. <laughs> wow, we can't play we that. We can't. Yeah. It's uh, 918-879-9890. The songs that are stuck in your head now. Daniel says the remedy is to play the song and listen to it. What are some earworms you can think of? 716 at 98.5 The Bull. As we are about 15 minutes away. From your chance at $1,000 with Beat the Bull. LB Shane there. This is 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, you ever get a song stuck in your head? Of course you do. And Daniel says the remedy is to listen to that particular song. So we're here to help and heal. That's a way to fix it, or you put a different song in your head instead of. And so we're trying to, to heal this morning, and we want to hear about what, what earworm you have going here lately. What always gets stuck in your head when you hear it? Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Will. Will, so uh, what's a what's an earworm? Something stuck in your head and you're hearing that song throughout the day in your brain. You know, growing up, I was embarrassed to let anybody even know that I was listening to this. But now I hear it come on. I got the radio down or radio turned up, windows down. But it's Bad Street Boys, everybody. That That is a great song. Like, I'll, I'm right there it with is. you, brother. That's a great song. <laughs> Yes, sir. And it is an earworm, but not a terror. Like, I, there's been worse earworms, I can tell you that. 
definitely, definitely has been. But, uh, you know, growing up, you don't want anybody to know that you're listening to Bass Street Boys and all that. But now, <laughs> being a 33-year-old man, I don't really care anymore. You he's might be, a, and he's proud. You might be a little young for this, but do you remember um, a group called Ace of Bass? They sang a song, I oh, Saw yeah. the Sign. I used to secretly yeah. listen to that as well. Get pumped up with that? Yeah, a little oh, yeah. Ace of Bass. That's fighting music. <laughs> Like you said, I remember this song, Ace of Bass, I Saw the Sign, and then you play All That She Wants is Another I movie. wanted to um, expand I, a little I've got bit. I Saw the Sign here if you'd like yeah, to. Would you like to hear that? Yeah, okay. this used another. to pump me up too, buddy. Yeah. Let me get to the good part. Yeah. That was a good one. Was that a good song, Tiger? Was that just a fun part of our lives? Like, what... I think um, we have a tendency that when we were having really a lot of fun in our lives, whatever we associate with that period in our lives is also fun. If this song came out today, I don't know if it works. I don't know. I think it would. So we want to know uh, what's your earworm? Like, what gets stuck in your head when you hear it? 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. Uh, turn down that radio and you are live on 98.5 The Bull. Who is this? Carla. Carla. So what is a earworm for you? Get stuck in your head. My kids say the chicken wing song. The chicken wing song. That are, that does sound terrible, and I haven't even heard it yet. Um, yeah, your child's a little young for it, but it's chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna, chilling with my homies. Okay. And I, I've seen people going. on YouTube singing this song. That's right. What? what, what? So, Daniel, you ready? Yeah, here it is. That's not the right version, is it? There's Carla. lots of versions, but it's the same words over and over. Very and annoying. Stuck in our head all the yeah, time. Baloney. Listen to the bass on this tag. Remember back in the day, guys used to buy cassette tapes that just had bass on them? <laughs> like, and then they would go around neighborhoods like morons yeah. and play it. Yeah. It'd be rattling their Honda Civics windows That's out. That's right. Those uh, giant speakers. Hey, Carla, thanks for the call. Thanks, Mike. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Ty Daniel. You are live on 98.5 The Bull. You got a good earworm for us? House of Pain, Jump Around. Jump Around. Does that feature a cuss? Yes. <laughs> it does? <laughs> Wait, it does cuss? Uh, it, it, no, 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 not at all. Okay. Not at all. It doesn't. It, it was a clean version. We used to open up a lot of our high school shows with it and just get the auditorium just screaming. And what year did you graduate high school? Uh, 95. Okay, so we're in that realm. I'm playing it over here, but it's not. Okay, here we go. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for that one. I used used to be scared of those guys. That was dangerous. (laughs) They would say they would jump around if uh, they got upset. Thanks That's for the good. call, brother. All right. All right, guys. How's it going? Man, people really want to call with their earworms. This thing's blowing up. Uh, let's see. Mm. see uh, let's try this one. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. You got an earworm, yeah, what Paul? Time we playing? Yeah, what time are we playing Beat the Bull? Uh, we're doing it in 10 minutes. 7.40. 7 7.40 every morning. Uh, I, I should have known I couldn't get through that easy. Yeah, we're 10 minutes early. You'd be the first caller. All right. Yeah, all right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Okay. Hey, good morning, Ty and Daniel. It's the bull. Who's this? 
Good morning. This is Bruce. Bruce, you got an earworm for us, or are you just calling about Beat the Bull? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we built this city. Is a good earworm? Not a bad song. I'd say early to mid-'80s on that song, somewhere in there. Yes, sir. And that's by the popular band Starship? Yes. That's a good song, though, isn't it? I bet these guys are like 100 years old now. <laughs> probably. Hey, probably. I appreciate the call, brother. <laughs> Starship. They're up in the stars all right now, probably. I feel like I could do this all day. I'm actually kind of liking these songs people are calling up. I forget about some of them. Yeah, that's what I like sometimes if I forget a song. Yes. I don't like to be reminded that, hey, here's this song that used to stay in your head all the time. Right. Oh, you remember that Chumbo Wumbo we get knocked down? One last one. Yeah, that's a pretty rough. That's not a good song, I don't think. What do you mean? I don't like that one. How could you not like that one? Earworm. It inspires you. Oh, we've successfully probably ruined some days today. We'll be hearing <laughs> these songs in our sleep tonight. It's 98.5 The Bull, eight minutes away. I know we got a lot of people calling trying to get in early, but... I appreciate you listening. I get it. I like the entrepreneurial spirit of trying to get in early. But we will play Beat the Bull eight minutes from now, right here with Tig and Dano. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, you could be rich, filthy rich, just like them. If you win $1,000 with Beat the Bull, we're playing it right now. It's 744 now. With Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, we have a contestant lined up for Beat The Bull. And would you like to introduce yes. him? His name is Charles. He's from Muskogee. He's a correctional officer. He says if he wins a bunch of money with Beat The Bull, he's going to go on a vacation to Cancun with his girlfriend. Hey, now. I looked at the weather in Cancun today, Ty. It's going to be 88 and partly sunny. The opposite of what it is here in Tulsa right now. Uh, Charles, how are you today? Yeah, you too. Good. Hey, what's your girlfriend's name? Amber. Amber. She's doing all right? Yes, sir. I'll leave, though. She's texting me. Yeah, you better uh, you better win some money today. If she hears this, she'll be angry that you, you've squandered your fortune. Do you know how the game is played? I know it. Let's do it. Do you know how the game's played, Charles? Yes. You're going to hear some yes. dollar amounts. They're going to increase, and you want to yell stop when you get comfortable with a number. And You want to yell stop before you hear the bull, because if you hear the bull go off, that means the bull has beat you, takes away all your money, and you're left with bull crap. Let's do it. All right, Charles. When you say stop, say it loud so we can make sure we get it for you, okay? Yes, sir. Beat the bull in three, two, one. Good luck. 50. One hundred. One fifty. 
250. This is where it gets scary for everybody. 400. 450. 500. Mm-hmm. Halfway there. 550. Or is he? Charles stuff is $600. He's tied with Sarah from yesterday. She won $600. Now he's won $600. Why did you decide to stop at $600, Charles? That felt like a good stopping point. Uh, That'll buy you like two drinks at a resort. Oh, yeah. So congrats. Well, you have secured $600, Charles. Here's a good question for you. Would you like to see how far the bull was going or would you rather not know? Uh, Let's see. Okay, he stopped at 600. He's got that money no matter what happens. He was locked in at 600. But where was the bull going to show up or not? 900. Can't be mad. It's still got six hundred bucks though. I guess the bulls like hibernating lately. We've had some, uh, had some thousands this week, haven't we? Uh, whew, quite a few. But I just, I don't blame people. I don't. I wouldn't have the courage to keep going. Oh, what if it tag? What if it one day went to nine fifty and the bull and went bull, off? The bull shut up. That'd be terrible. Oh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> uh, could happen. Who knows? But look at you, Charles. Six hundred bucks. Amber, your girlfriend's gonna be pretty happy. I would imagine. Yes, sir. Or you know what he should do is not tell her. You know, well, too late just, now. Just kind of keep it to himself kind of thing, right? Does, does she listen to us in the morning? I believe so. He believes. Tell the big fan. She doesn't. Um, you break it with her immediately. You take me to the Cancun with you. Uh, I can't do that now. The man of many words. Charles, you got yourself $600. Congratulations today. Have a good day at work. Uh, do you got, Do you make the prisoners listen to Tig and Daniel as a form of punishment? I'm sorry? Do you make the uh, prisoners there at the correctional facility listen to Tig and Daniel as a form of punishment? Oh, can't say I do, can't say I don't, though. He's got to be, like, real... Ah, a little hush-hush there. Hush-hush there. All right, ma'am, tomorrow morning we're back. Uh, Friday, how great would it be going into the weekend with a wad of cash in your pocket? Folding money, as I call it. 740 again tomorrow with Beat the Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 Bulls. From the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. What? What do we have? A six hundred dollar winner with Beat the Bull a few minutes ago. Six hundred dollars. So that that's like two grand this week already. We've given away. Yeah, Charles and Muskogee is going to go on a Cancun vacation with him. Yeah, uh, with tomorrow it. he's taking his girlfriend. <laughs> tomorrow we're back with Beat the Bull. Your chance to win up to one thousand dollars. It's 7.40. Bucket list item for me is going to the World Series. Never been to the World Series. And I uh, said, you know, one day if I get to the World Series, if my team gets there, I'm going to go. Now I'm having second thoughts because I bought tickets at the right time. And now all I see is they're going up, 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 up in value. And I'm sitting here today going, if I sell these tickets, I'll make $8,000.
So which is it? Do the bucket list item or the other one uh, make 8000 bucks? I could do all sorts of things with that. College fun. I wish we could get your son on the phone before he went to school and, and you could ask him and just straight up. I don't think he'd want to know the answer, but if you said, Mac, you have a choice here. We can go to the World Series or we can go to Incredible Pizza this afternoon. <laughs> You know, to him, he might choose a kind of pizza. You should ask him that tonight. He'd be like, I'm dead serious. Okay, and then I'll come back tomorrow and play it. Like, listen, you've got two options, Incredible Pizza, World Series. I think he might go with the Incredible Pizza because it's it's today. You might be right. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Tig and Daniel. This is Kate. Kate. Kate, what do you think about this situation? He could gain $8,000, but he misses out on a bucket list thing. What's your take on it? You're a lady. I'm really thinking that he should take his son and then compromise and sell those tickets for his brother. I see what she's saying. She, I got four tickets because my brother's coming and one of our friends. So she's saying I just take my son and then the other two tickets I sell. That's cold. That is pretty cold-hearted. I'll do it. Don't <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's Tiger Dan. Who's this? This is Mike. Mike, so what do you think, man? Man, I think you should uh, go to the game, man, because eventually that money's going to run out, but your memory, your memories of this game will never go away. Let's see. Except for your sons, who will forget about it in one year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I see on Facebook. Somebody will go to Disney World, and they'll have, like, a two-year-old. I'm like, you know, I know it costs a lot of money. What if the two-year-old actually will remember any of this or knows what's going on? Like, is a six-year-old too young to take to a ball game? It's kind of like when people call the radio station, like, can I get Chris Stapleton tickets? My six-month-old just loves Chris Stapleton. Like, like, no, no, you're six-month-old. You're trying to get them for yourself, yeah. lady. <laughs> is this more for you or more for your son, this trip? Be uh, honest. The number one thing is that I really am um, looking forward to sharing the experience with him. It wouldn't be fun if he wasn't there. I'd probably just watch it on television, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. The whole thing is the, yeah, spending time with him. Uh, so the situation is I found out that my tickets that I bought much more inexpensively are now worth 12,000 bucks and I can make a huge profit. So do I tell my son that the world series was canceled and lie to him and, uh, take the money or do I go to this game and $8,000? I mean, dude, all the things you can do with that. I understand $8,000 is a lot of money, but if you have it, you know, if you have, if you're going to like lose your house over it, I would say, don't do it. But you've saved. You don't do anything. You don't leave your house. Lord knows you wear the worst clothes ever for 20 <laughs> years now. Okay. It's, uh, it's Ty Gandino on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, what's up? Who's this? This is Lauren. Hey, Lauren. So, uh, you know, if I don't do my bucket list item, I basically get $8,000. Is that worth the trade-off? No, it is not. What? Not at all. I could pay off my car. I- I know, but that experience with your son is so, so worth it. So when my son was about six, my team went to the World Series. And those memories are so, so, so sticking with him and me forever. So don't do it. Don't sell him. Take him. It is like a lifetime thing. And if that's something that you share with your brother and your dad, you won't regret it. No money's worth it. Yeah, I wonder I what my dad would have said. He probably would have told me to sell him. But uh, <laughs> are you serious? I want you to be honest. Are you really serious? I think when he you might say have that? said that. Like, you know, you don't need to go. But uh, you know, <laughs> I, know so. I mean, my dad would probably have told me to sell him too. But seriously, like we went. He was so tired by the end of the night. He threw up 
bag oh from all gosh. the junk food we ate. But he had so much fun. I had so much fun. Um, my husband and my other kids stayed home, um, and the two of us went because it was my team, and it was kind of something that we shared together. Another thing about this game is uh, former President Trump announced he's coming, and now the tickets are going up because I think people who were like, ah, man, I do love the Braves and want to see him play Houston, I'm on the fence, but wait, now a former president's going to be there, and I like that guy, and so it might be 15000 by the end of the night. Who knows? Well, let's take one more call here and give them the final word. Okay. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. You're live. Who's this? This is Kim. Kim, what do you think? I think you should keep the promise to your son. (laughs) Because your son will always remember that. If you break that promise, then he might never forgive you if you do. What if I lie to him and just say the game got canceled and there was nothing I could do? But he would know that you lied to him. He would probably figure it out eventually. What if you just drove around Tig and then took him over to the One Oak Field? Just drive around for like two hours around town. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And go over to One Oak Field and say, oh, no, the World Series got canceled. <laughs> no, that's not right. I'll take a that incredible is the pizza. memory that he'll always have. All right, you're right. I'm going to go do it. It's just making me kind of like sick to know Tig that. Tig loves money so much. He's obsessed with money. Tell him that you can't take it with you. Tell him. When you leave this earth, money is nothing of value. That's you right. can't take it with you. Yeah, say so stop being such a tight one. Your son will always have this memory of spending time with his dad, even at such a young age. I want you to tell Ty, hey, stop being such a tight one. <laughs> I can't do that because I know too many tight ones. <laughs> yeah, say, Ty, you're a tight one, you loser. <laughs> If he takes his son to the game, then he's not a loser. All right. It just makes me sick. That's all. All right. Get out of here. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Thanks for the call. You got Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. No, no, no. In case you. 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. We're back in the morning, 740. Your chance at $1,000 would beat The Bull. Had a $600 winner early this morning. Where did he say he lived? Muskogee. Muskogee. Worked at a correctional facility. That's right. And uh, who knows? You might win $1,000 tomorrow. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull. It's time now for Did You See? Brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. You see this that the uh, city council in Tulsa, they received $100 out of the blue. They're like, hey, what's up with this $100 out of the blue? Somebody, like, sent it to them. Uh, a lady named Jeanne Rogers. Jeanne? Jeannie Rogers. Jeannie, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeannie Rogers sends $100 to the city of Tulsa, which, you know, Tulsa has a massive budget, $100, not a lot. But for an individual to send that into the city, that's good. It's a good chunk of change for somebody to send. Here's the deal. She wrote a letter to the city council with $100 inside of it. And she said, listen, I was very, very bad years ago, way back in 1960 here in Tulsa. At this point, Jeannie's only 16 years old, and it was her 16th birthday. And her dad says, well, you know, you're 16, now you can drive. So let's have a cookout, but I need some charcoal. Jeannie, would you drive me up to the store to get some charcoal? So Jeannie just turned 16 that very day. Jeannie gets in the car, and she gets to... An intersection where there's a left-hand turn. 
And I think we still see these around. It says no left-hand turns between these times. And she said it was 4.35 in the afternoon, and I took a left-hand turn, and the sign says no turns after 4.30. So she was five minutes late making that turn. A police officer sees this on a motorcycle, pulls Jeannie over on her first day of driving with her dad in the car to go get charcoal. Police officer comes up, says you made an illegal left-hand turn, gave her a $20 ticket. Now, $20 in 1960, that sounds complete brutality. Well, her dad didn't like it that that police officer had given her a ticket. 16-year-old Jeannie in 1960. Dad says to Jeannie, follow that police officer. So now they're following the police officer. Police officer making right and left-hand turns throughout Tulsa. Finally, the police officer maybe gets thirsty, hungry, whatever, decides he's going to stop at a convenience store and go in and get himself a treat. Dad gets out of the car when the police officer goes into the convenience store, goes through the compartments of the motorcycle, finds that ticket, takes the ticket. Now dad's got the ticket, gets back in the car with 16-year-old Jeannie here in Tulsa, says, drive to the Arkansas River, Jeannie. So they get out of there. Cop never sees this happen. They get onto a bridge. They're going across the Arkansas River. Dad takes the ticket, throws it into the river. They were never caught. They got away with it. But I guess after all these years, 60 years, Jeannie's been feeling some guilt. She paid that $20 ticket with interest. And that's why Tulsa City Council received $100 in the mail. How about that? How funny would it have been if they wrote to her or caught her and said, hey, uh, that was a felony back in the day, and now you're going to jail. <laughs> they, they book her. <laughs> Luckily, you know what? She only signed her name. No return address. No email address. I think she got away with it. Uh, listen to this story. Did you see that there was a... Uh, a school in Kentucky, and they have a homecoming uh, tradition there. And basically, these photos were put up on the internet. It, basically, at the homecoming celebration, they do a lap dance. The oh, students they uh, give lap dances and undergarments. I think it's and, a violation. Yeah, that was a big trouble there. I didn't do anything cool like that. Did you see that? This was a video from a long time ago where at some kind of homecoming thing, they had the singers come out and blindfolded. And they said they were going to kiss one of the cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. And they kiss a lady and they take off the blindfold and it's their own moms. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you do anything? No, weird I never like saw that. that. <laughs> they thought they were going to kiss the cheerleader. Yeah, so some of them would be like a, just a peg and then some would try to... Really get in mm-hmm. into it? Wow. Which I don't know what's worse, the students <laughs> giving lap dances or kissing your mom. <laughs> well, I don't understand what people think half the time when these, you know... If it even seems like a little bit of a bad idea, don't do it, right? I don't know, man. Like, because I was in high school, I was the same guy, but like without the filter or something. Because I remember that our senior prank, we were pretty benign. Our senior prank was going to be roll the school with toilet paper, right? Like, you know, big deal. And uh, and they said everybody said, we're going to meet at a gas station right across the street from the high school. And there was about 200 of us there. And the police were ready for us. They had set up like, they set up shop in the parking lot of the high school and they were ready to get us. And I look around and I go, well, there's five police officers. There's 200 of us. They cannot get us. So we run it like it was like a scene in Braveheart where, the, you know, the troops are coming. 
We were running across the street, right? <laughs> yeah. And what I failed to negotiate in my brain was they can't get all of us. However, they can get some of us. And uh, old Tig got a free ride in a police car that night. So when you're a teenager, like, sometimes you're just, I don't know what it is. I, I don't blame the teens for being like, hey, it might be funny to give each other lap dances. The administration of the school should have been like, hey, guys. Well, did they know that going into it? Yeah, they, were gonna... they do it every year. Oh, yeah, well, that's completely, un... that's totally unnecessary. Wow. Well, you're caught up. The big stories of the day right here on 98.5 The Bull. It's 829 with Tyag and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Old Dominion now is on a boat that day. Kind of catchy there. Would you consider that an earworm? Would that be stuck in our heads kind of calling? I think it is. That's very catchy. For whatever reason, me and Daniel had the same earworm a couple days ago. I guess we heard it at the same time. One Night in Bangkok. I don't know what the song's about. You showed me a video of this uh, guy singing this song at some resort. How in the world did you come upon this where you're... You're looking up One Night in Bangkok on YouTube. Well, I, I think it's funny because these guys used to be like rock stars in their day when everybody was young, but then now they're all like 70 and 80 and they're still performing. And I think it's kind of fun to go watch them 30 and 40 years later trying to uh, sort of redo the majesty that was their career earlier. Well, it's still working because that crowd was just standing there and then I got hooked on the song. And then I'm walking around thinking about One Night in Bangkok and I have no clue. That song could be about anything and I wouldn't know. There was a guy that uh, we knew, and Cody Allen. You remember Cody Allen? And he does. he's on CMT every morning doing the uh, Top 20 Countdown. And mm -hmm. when I was in Nashville, I lived in the same building as he did. And uh, and so he's like two doors down from me. And this Cody Allen, he's like on TV doing the Top 20 on CMT and stuff. And I go by his, his uh, apartment, and I can hear what he's listening to. And inside there... I love that song. It's like a great song, but when you hear a dude listening to that by himself, you mercilessly and relentlessly taunt him on your radio show about it. Yeah, you do that. But then when you get home later on and get into the red wine, you be playing it too. And that's that's kind of a sticky song too. And we took your calls. One guy named Will, he called it up. I like this guy. He's like, you know what? I'm 33. I don't care anymore. But when I was in high school, I, he sounds like a good old boy, you know? He didn't want his friends to know that... Uh, he would listen to this. And so it got me curious about why songs get stuck in our head. And scientists have looked into this. They've actually got like a top 10 list of the biggest earworms out there. And they say what it is, they think, is that songs that you can hear even without the lyrics and recognize them immediately are ones that are, can more likely be stuck in your head. Uh, like this is uh, up in the top 10. No idea what he's talking about. Again, isn't it sad that most songs we don't have a clue what they're talking about? I remember when Boy George was the most controversial guy in music because he had the way wore lipstick or something. Yeah, he uh, and he's dressed up in some get up in that video there.
And little did we know that one day there will be the likes of R. Kelly. But back then we were like, oh, this guy wears lipstick? I don't think so. How about this one as an earworm? It's top ten, too, for scientists. I guess that was a one-hit wonder band, The Proclaimers? 500 miles? I uh, I don't understand what scientists would be taking time out of everything going on in the world today to be like, hey, we've got to investigate they why The Proclaimers get stuck uh, in your head. Hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? This is Jenny. Jenny, do you got an earworm for us? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you know what? You're right there along with a scientist. I uh, looked up a list. The scientists say that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is number six on the all-time earworm list. Has to be. Yeah, way on up there. Queen, We Are the Champions is up there. Pharrell, Happy is up there. The number one song, the number one, according to scientists, the number one earworm in the world. What is it? Is this. We will, we will rock you. We will, we will rock you. So that puts Queen in the top... They got three songs in the top ten that are earworms. What is it about them? I don't know, but I watched on YouTube a video of Queen. It's some huge outdoor show in England somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen a concert quite like that. The crowd was so into it. I mean, just a sea of people. And it was, I think they recreated it in that movie about Queen that just came out, Bohemian Rhapsody. What did they play at Wimbledon or something? I don't know. You're the one who watched it. I watched the video. I didn't. You, you, I don't you, see. Here's the thing about things on the internet. I watch the videos and as thoughtless entertainment. Tig will watch a video and then Wikipedia it for two days. <laughs> I read all about it. Right. That's why I thought you might know. Yeah. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. But whenever you see. Uh, Cody Allen on CMT. That's what he's doing in his free time. Mr. Mister. This is the perfect day for a little Mr. Mister at home. It's raining. A little chilly outside. We're on your way to uh, Snow's Furniture. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do uh, anything outside today anyway. And uh, Snow's Furniture, not bragging on the place, but they thought ahead, Dan- Daniel. They put a roof on that place. Snow's Furniture features a roof? Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot of furniture stores are just out in a field. Not Snow's. It's in a building. Mm, mm, mm. I don't need to tell you about furniture. You know what they got at furniture yeah, stores. I know what furniture is. But I want to tell you what other places do. They have these gimmicks where they're like, hey, if you come by, we'll throw in a lamp. You don't think you're getting a free lamp, do you? No, you're paying for that lamp. It might on the invoice say zero, but, you know, you're paying for it. Snow's Furniture doesn't uh, pr- subscribe to gimmicks. You know, what you see is what you get. And uh, he had some foresight. He said this pandemic might be wacky. And you know all those shipping containers off the coast of California? That's I've seen exactly news, what he yeah. predicted. You're right. And so when you go to some of these stores and you fall in love with something, they'll have to send it to you on a ship. And right now, it doesn't look good. Daniel, you actually did this. You ordered online. I did it before this fiasco. I got this furniture, like, you know, furniture2go.com. When I moved to Tulsa, and I just brought one single chair with me, Doug. Right. But and you- I thought, I'll get the furniture in two weeks. Oh, no, no, no. It took months. And they got there, and the guy said it was demolished. Yeah, he said, we got a big problem. I was like, what is it? He's destroyed. Yeah, not at Snow's Furniture. You take it home yourself, or they can deliver it. You don't have to put it together. Snow's Furniture locally owned since 1978 online and on Facebook.